Hello and welcome to the iGen UK podcast. It's episode 601. Can you believe that amazing Green Street special we did for podcast 600? I bet literally everyone enjoyed that. Um, Al, you were on that show. Did you enjoy it? Do you know what? I expected to have one of the worst times of my life. But actually, I quite enjoyed the film. Uh, but I also very much enjoyed the commentary and especially seeing Matt's face and the disgust mm-hmm. and disdain that you had for that movie, which yeah. if you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch because Matt did not yeah. have a good time. Arguably better than the film. You've been here since episode one. That's crazy, isn't oh, it? I know. September oh, no. 2009. Holy exactly. shit. Well, what better time to get someone in for their first podcast? Are you telling me that I'm 600, off? <laughs> 600 episodes later, we have... Emma Matthews, who are you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Hello. Um, so you've been here for, what, six, seven weeks already, but this is the first mm-hmm. time you've been on the podcast. So we, we basically okay. were just making sure that you're not going to swear and do naughty yeah. stuff on the podcast. And I think you can be trusted. I mean, that, we normally do that anyway. That's I mean, true. I don't really, that's true. That's, I mean, it doesn't really <laughs> stop. It's not stopped me. Um, but yeah, it's lovely to have you here. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including... Well, we should preface, actually. I'm going to, just as a warning for people... Emma's Skyward Sword is on the way from Curry's, and it could arrive any minute, so she may have to walk away and open the door. And I, although it would be a production, not disaster, it'd be quite funny. I kind of want it to happen because the drama. You know, just a, exactly. <laughs> so I'm exciting. just waiting for the doorbell to go. I mean, is there? I can't remember the last time I was actually waiting for something to be delivered that I was really looking forward to. So that's a sad I like that feeling. That's a sad <laughs> well, thing. I, I just do everything like digitally now. Like if I get games, like I never like ordered physical games anymore. So they're, they're just cheaper. That's why. That is the because yeah, I'm I too yeah. am waiting for Skyward Sword, but I think it was thirty eight quid at Curry's because they had it? a special. They did. They had a discount code. Exactly. And if you buy it digitally, it's what fifty sixty quid. No thanks. So that is. But that is that is quite the difference, and I, I now fully understand. We won't be talking about Skyward Sword this week, though, because as you can tell, none of us have played it yet. <laughs> but next week, I'm sure some of us will talk about The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. But yes. for now, yesterday, out of nowhere, Valve decided, let's make a handheld PC console, which is a mad thing. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think they decided that yesterday, because if they did, then they've no, no. done a whole lot of work. That's, that would have been day. amazing be if they just went... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. If you don't know, they announced the Steam Deck, which is I think it starts at four hundred pounds, and you can, there's versions going up to around six fifty, seven hundred. Yeah, there's three different SKUs, different uh, more different memory, size hard drives. Yep, and, and a, a faster SSD, I believe, on the higher priced versions, and a glass yeah. screen on the most expensive one too. Yes, I know. Um, I haven't decided whether I'm going to get one of these yet. It basically. If you don't know what it is, the premise is basically it's a handheld PC that you can play all of your Steam library from. And they've actually stated it can do pretty much everything a PC can do. So you can use the Epic Game Store, you can use the internet. So it basically is a handheld PC. Yeah. Does it sound too good to be true for £400? I don't know. (laughs) Well, like, let's firstly, aesthetically, Yes, I think it's functional rather than flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I do think the whole thing with, I, I guess PCs in general, 
they just tend to be quite boxy and not particularly you you wouldn't look at it on shelf and go oh i really want one of those and Mm -hmm. i think that's the same here i'm sure it's quite nice to hold and quite nice to play but i think the switch looks a lot nicer apparently Um, it's almost twice as heavy as the switch as well so it's quite heavy um but yeah i'm not a big fan i I don't I don't dislike how it looks. I don't think it's bad, but I do find it weird how like some people put it out the buttons look like they're trying to escape from the edge of the <laughs> console like they're sliding off like and those the sticks just seem too high. I like my sticks to be low down. Well, they've got a lot going know. on, right? Cuz you've got the touchpads yeah. underneath. So it's like how much technology can we squeeze into this? And the answer is actually mm-hmm. quite a lot, but it just means that everything's shifted around a lot. So obviously yeah. we've not held one. We don't know what it's going to be like for extended use. But I think mm-hmm. overall, like, it looks all right. And I think they've said down the line there is a dock in production that's planning to come out. They haven't detailed that yet. We don't know when it's coming out. So it will have, like, a Switch-esque dock that you can then play on your TV. That's so it is basically a PC in your hands. But that's <laughs> the thing, right? It's like, so I don't have a PC. So is mm. does this is this designed to replace your PC at home, mm-hmm. or is it designed to complement it? Like, what I don't know is whether, if you're playing a game yeah. on your PC, whether you can pick it up on Switch Deck and start at exactly the same spot or not. I imagine you can, because it just saves in your Steam library. I mean, Emma, I believe I'm right in saying you're someone who primarily plays on PC. Am I correct? You are correct, yeah. Right. <laughs> As someone who owns a PC, does this appeal to you at all? It does, um, mainly because I'm, like, super lazy, so <laughs> even, even though I have like a PC set up on like our main TV in our living room, I would still consider getting this just because it's like convenient. Um, right. mm-hmm. Even at the price point, I think I would say, yeah, I probably wouldn't go for the 64 gig one because mm-hmm. it seems a bit, a bit small, a bit titchy. Can't, you can't um, do a lot with yeah. that, can you? Yeah. So I'd probably go for like maybe the next one up. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for it. Um, quite shocked to see that it's actually a thing i am slightly concerned about how heavy it is because i already find the switch pretty heavy um Mm -hmm. so i imagine like lugging that around isn't going to be the best experience yeah i mean the main reason i would want it is like you said like i'm also quite a lazy person just laying on the sofa playing pc games sounds good to me like that and also just for flights which used to do quite a bit of but obviously haven't been doing that for the last couple of years but the thought of having that for a long flight is good, mainly because there are still no Persona games on Switch. So this is the mm. way I can play handheld Persona. Unless I get, I know the the PS Vita does still exist. I'm aware it's it's alive, but you know I want the new version of Persona Four that's upgraded, and I want that in my hands. But also with long flights, there is <coughs> sorry, there is the problem that. They said battery life could be as little as two hours on some games, which yeah. isn't very long. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you know it's the same thing with the Switch in the early days. Like I, I, I took mine on a flight to New York, and thankfully mm-hmm. I had a battery pack which kept it going. But otherwise, I think I would have got less than halfway through that flight, and it would have been dead. So yeah, I think the example they used was you could play Portal Two for four hours. I don't know why that's the benchmark. Apparently you could get an extra hour or two if you played it at 30 FPS. So basically, yeah, the lower settings you play it on, Which makes the more sense. you'll get out of it. it. Of course it makes sense. But I, I keep thinking about this. I'm like, 
It's the sort of thing I would love just because, you know, I'm one of these people who just likes having the newest gadgets. But at the same time, I'm like, how much would I use it? Because yes. yeah. I'm lucky enough to have a very good gaming PC in my room, which I barely use. Yeah. So, like, am I really going to use this? I mean, I think Joe made a very good point. The thought of playing just Dwarf Romantic in bed sounds amazing. Like, but that is not worth, like, £500 to no, me. No, it's not. Like, because I bought Switch purely for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. There's nothing on this that I'm like, okay, right, I've got to do it. And that's that's partly Nintendo's stranglehold over its, its exclusive PCs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's got a vast amount of titles on the Steam Store. The other thing I love about Steam Store is that their discounts are incredible. So you can go and buy a ton yeah. of games for not very much money. But, you know, I am first and foremost a console player. I would have to start all over again my games catalogue. And I just can't think yeah. of what it is on PC that I want to play enough. I know what you mean. Put, warrant that purchase. The only reason I do turn my PC on to play is if I want to play some of these games I have on console, but on Mac setting yeah. as good yeah, yeah, as yeah. they can look. But you're not going to get this on this thing. Like you're not going to be able to play Flight Sim on Max settings. No. Like also, I'd, I'd argue that playing Flight Sim on that tiny screen is not. not it's kind of taken justice. taken away from it a bit. But, but apparently, because yeah. um, I, I was reading some of the content, the content that we've got on IGN, <laughs> and um, they had like Jedi Fallen Order running on high settings. So it's decent, yeah. but not obviously max. Yeah. That, like the one thing it's made me realize is that, God, if they did another PlayStation Portable where I could transition them, my PS5 yeah. games onto that, I would be well up for that. Well, one thing I am wondering is because. I recently wanted to try and get into Valorant because I feel like it's the sort of game I would yep. be into. I booted it up on my uh, PC, but I'm just such a rookie with a mouse and keyboard that it's embarrassing. Like I mm. used to, when I was a lot younger, I used to be okay with it, but I just can't use a keyboard anymore. I'm okay with the mouse, like aiming wise, but just the movement I have to, like, I'd need to sit down with it for a good couple of weeks to get back into it. But that game has no controller support. You can't play it with a controller unless you're doing loads of like round the houses like ways right. of doing that because it's not meant to be played with a controller how will that can you play valorant on this because this mm. obviously is just a controller essentially i don't know how that's going to work a game's no, going to have to release specific steam deck controller options i, I don't know what's what it's do you tend question. to use when you're playing pc emma do you are you mouse and keyboard or are you controller Usually mouse and keyboard, especially for like FPSs. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. play FPS on a controller at all. It's so bad. Because <laughs> um, that's the thing. How's that yeah. then gonna? How are you gonna make that switch from you know going onto the Steam Deck and then picking up, or or maybe you just don't. You just use it for completely different games where controllers are more suited. Maybe mm-hmm. potentially. Oh. Like, I'm interested to see how these trackpads are because on the Steam controller, I wasn't a massive fan of the trackpad mm. that was on that. So. I'm hoping that this is going to be like next iteration of that a lot, you know. They've mm-hmm. hopefully they've improved it. Well, speaking about what games you play, man, this is the perfect chance. I was going to do it right at the start before we jump straight into the Steam Deck, Steam Deck even. It's the time to ask the big three questions on your IGN UK podcast debut. Oh. Question number 1. What is your favorite game of all time? Of all time. Okay, it's been tricky. I've been thinking about it cuz yeah. You did warn me this was going to come up. <laughs> um, I was I th- kind. Yeah, exactly. That was very nice of you, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always tricky to pick, like, your one game. I think mm-hmm. if I had to, I'd have to say it's Dark Souls. I love Dark Souls. Um, there we nice. go. Yeah. 
I think I just I love the world like I love the combat um it's the game that I've like picked up and like restarted more than any other game like you can always yeah. sort of come back to it and just feel like oh yeah this is like comfy um mm-hmm. yeah that would have to be my best one if I could only pick one like weirdly you can only pick one that is the rule uh <laughs> I went to see an osteopath this morning uh, I know you've heard this story but my uh no, people tell me more but like he asked me what I did and we were talking about it and his favourite games are the Soul series. And it's always one of those series that I've looked on from the side and thought, they do look amazing. The story's heading sounds great. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely do not have the patience to sit and get through it. And so I think mm-hmm. like my only option really is because I, you know, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, oh, you should add uh, an easy mode. It's like, you know, I'm fine. Don't do that. I will just watch someone else playing it on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. But it is one of those series that uh, I would like to get into. But as a as a voyeur, yeah, I've tried so many times of those games, and I think I finally realised they're just they're just not for me. And I'm perfectly happy with that now. And people, I, I appreciate them for what they are. And people that say get good, just do my nothing. <laughs> just stop it. Yeah, it's not. Cause I'm not good enough. I promise you. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not getting. The rewards that some people get out of it okay. is all is what I'm realizing. Um, good choice, though. I think a lot of people will agree with you with Dark Souls. There, Emma, have you got a favorite film? I have. I feel like people. I don't know how people are going to react to this one, though. Okay, I'm not <laughs> oh, sure. <God. laughs> you both uh, look really is, nervous is, now. Well, you, now you've said that. Yeah. All right. So it's Back to the Future. Oh, great but film! But fine. But part two. Ooh. That is correct, because I think Back to the Future Part 2 is ever so slightly better than 1. Okay, It goes back and forward. I mean, how do you, <laughs> how mean, do you beat that? How, how do you beat that? Well, that, that, I mean, You can't argue you, with that reasoning, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't <laughs> argue with that back. logic. If, and why is it not called Back and Forward to the Future? And Past, Back to the Future Past. Yeah, it's an incredible film. I mean... I feel like you could kind of almost take one and two. If you wanted, I'd allow you take one and two as a as a double bill as your favourite film. Or maybe you just hate part one. Maybe that's what you're saying, that you just think it's an atrocious film. I love part <laughs> one as well. Part one's I don't like three, yeah. but yeah, one and two I'd take yeah. as a double bill. But two is still yeah. slightly above for me compared to one. Is there anyone that doesn't like Back to the Future? Like That seems like a film to me that... Have you ever heard anyone say, I don't like Back to the Future? I can't think of it, no. Is it no, called Back to the Future 2? Part 2. I think it's it? part 2. Because yeah. they should have gone yeah. the Fast and Furious route and like back <laughs> to the future. That would have made it like that, better. If it was made nowadays, that definitely <laughs> exactly. would have been what it is. And that's kind of disappointing to me. I'd, I'd like the simplicity of part 2. Exactly. You um, know where you stand. Not the actual film itself, because yeah. it's far from simple. Yeah. But yeah, the sports almanac is... Whenever anyone's like, what's one piece of movie memorabilia? Like That's always near the top of the list, I think. So... Yeah, good choice. And finally, a TV show. All right, I've watched it recently, and then mm-hmm. I rewatched it like pretty much oh, immediately wow. after because it, I just mm-hmm. loved it so much. It was The Office, the US Office. Huh. Okay, that's. I think you'd have a lot of all these are very popular choices. I think you've done very well here. Not many people can get angry with these choices. <laughs> Again, people I, should well, get angry no, anyway. <laughs> Exactly, I know, but some people are weird, aren't they? I was going to say, I've not heard people say they don't like the US office, but that isn't true, because there are people who... I Don't get me wrong, I do slightly prefer the UK office, because it's, it's more what... I, I just love that series to death, but I also love the US office. But 
there are some people who are a bit stubborn about it on there and they're like no I'm not going to watch it. It's not the UK office. <laughs> so I, I don't think I've even watched the whole of the first season. I've watched a few episodes, which I liked, and I can't remember why we just didn't sort of go any further with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It gets better and better as it goes as well. I mean, it does dip eventually, but, you know, there's a good, what, seven seasons in the middle that are very, very, very good. That but... is so much television. I think yeah, that just that's flies by, though. Like, oh, They're like God. 20 minutes. They fly by, You can, like... You can just, just watch like five in a row, it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're just, they are so funny. That is another brilliant choice. I did say that was the final question, but I do have one more question for you. And sadly, I do already know the answer to this. And this is what will get people very, very angry, Emma. Have you seen The Prestige? I haven't. I have not <laughs> seen it. Which I know, yeah, it's... people are going to get mad at me. Um, I don't actually Why know that much this? about it. That's good, because the thing, less yeah. you know about it, the better it will be because it's just a phenomenal film. I mean, what do you know about it? I know what, what I want it to be it about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, this is a good thing. So, like, you can tell us what you think it is, and then when you go away immediately after this podcast and watch it, you can then report back to us. Okay. I mean, what what do you what do you think this film is? All right. So, I would like it to be about a group of people who play call of duty race into prestige first <laughs> but i know that it's not the case <laughs> you're going to be sorely that, disappointed yeah that, that would be an odd film um i'd watch no, it it's... and then definitely complain about it afterwards mm-hmm. all i would say is it's a christopher nolan film and it's about magicians leave in, it that in victorian london leave it that's that. it yeah and that's all i'm gonna say i'm intrigued it's amazing it's amazing. You don't sound too into it. Well, no, what I'm... have you got against magicians? <laughs> but I don't, I don't think know what to premise, expect. That premise doesn't really sound that good. <laughs> Victorian <sighs> magicians. So good. Oh, I'm all right, thanks. Oh, but my 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 word, are you going to be excited when you switch it on? It's. Do you like hats? There's another teaser for you. How big oh. are you into hats? Well, I can't personally. I'm not. I don't look very good in a hat. But I appreciate but... hats on other people, so I should be okay here. I think. Okay. okay. I think. Yep. Yeah. Okay, there's your homework. One day, watch The Prestige and we'll talk about it on this podcast because we can't talk about The Prestige enough. Um, We've got some more TV. More TV? Prestige isn't TV. How about some TV anyway to talk about? Or the TVA, if you're into that, if you've watched Loki. Look at him, he's on fire. (laughs) What a segue. Stumbled stumbled into that one. (laughs) Um... Loki just finished. Don't worry, we're not going to spoil it because we're not like that. We're also going to talk about Black Widow, which we won't spoil because we're not like that. Um, I'm sure in the next week or two we'll do a full deep dive spoiler into what the end of that film and the TV show means. Probably when we get Matt back because, let's face it, that's who we need for this. Um, (laughs) But yeah, how did we all feel about how Loki ended. I actually reviewed the last two episodes and just did my season review. I gave it an 8 overall because I thought it was very good. I enjoyed it. I thought it started like the first few episodes were a bit uneven but I thought the second half of the season really Mm. picked up the pace and I really enjoyed the last episode quite a bit. Yeah, I I thought it started strong and it it had me intrigued at the beginning but I thought it Mm -hmm. took a pretty heavy dip, especially episode 3 did very little for me. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it picked up and I thought it finished well like ultimately though I thought it was fun 
but I didn't really mm-hmm. care that much about it. Um, okay. Uh, I thought some of the performances were great. Obviously, Tom Hiddleston was good. Um, mm-hmm. The guy who played, is it the timekeeper? I assume. Mm-hmm. Is that, oh, is the that... Guy, is well, that, uh, who they... the Yeah, the new character at the... Yeah. Uh, in the finale that yes. we won't we won't spoil okay. who they are or what they do but the actor who plays that because even saying who the actor is is kind of a spoiler if you haven't watched yet because okay. you may um but he i thought he was phenomenal i thought they were he, they were great yeah yeah and like the the previous episode with all the low keys like it, again the production is so good on those shows and i know it's you know like comparing it to something like black widow which is you know a proper theatrical release there's no mm. difference, I don't think, in terms of you know how those the two are not in production produced. values. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the two things that I thought were best about. It. I thought the performances were all very good, strong yeah. throughout, and some standout ones. And I thought just the way the show looked was incredible. I just I love the style of it, whether it's like the sort of Art Deco office buildings yeah. or just the mad like almost like pearlescent oily skies they have all the time. I just I just it was really into how it looked. What did you think of it, Emma? I loved it. Like, I think of the show so far, Loki's definitely my favourite. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it was just amazing. I really enjoyed the writing. Like you said, I wasn't a massive fan of the third episode. But other than that, I think I liked how it started. Just, like, the, you know, the talking in this show is good. Even when, like, not much is happening and the actors are just talking to each other, I think it's great. The writing on the show is really good. And, yeah, the performances just amazing really like i've just really mm-hmm. loved it it was kind of just like a in ways it was almost like a high budget doctor who if you know what i mean it was yeah. very doctor who ish like yeah. tom tom hilson was doing his doctor who impression i think which you know he's never let's face it he's never going to play doctor who but you know that is basically his audition for it if if he ever wanted it but um yeah i really enjoyed it i thought they did well to kind of wrap up some things but obviously leave a lot of questions still unanswered and i just like that i think i slightly slightly preferred one division although i don't think one division ended as strongly i just enjoyed a lot of the episodes before the end of one division a lot more yeah. i just i was into the personal struggle of wonder's character a lot more and i i just thought it was like a lot more heartfelt but the one thing I do like about Loki compared to One Division and Falcon and the Wind Soldier is this feels like it has genuine repercussions for the rest of the Marvel universe. Like it feels like it's actually moving it along. So, wait. So I agree with you. In One Division, One Division was my is my favorite of Falcon mm-hmm. and and those two. But my my only concern is I, I actually quite like the standalone stuff, and I'm not sure okay. I'm, I'm quite ready for another massive mcu mm-hmm. chapter where it's like oh my god i've got to be following what's going on and i know they're very good mm-hmm. at doing standalone stuff but uh, it just it does intimidate me slightly that here we go another 10 year <laughs> massive if, if it makes you feel any better i feel like we're still like maybe a, a year or so away from that really kicking off yeah i feel like we've got shang chi soon which still feels kind of standalone We've got new Spider-Man, which I'm sure will feed into some of this stuff yep, a yep, bit, yep. but will still yeah. be quite standalone. So I feel like... When's um, the next Doctor Strange? Is that still some way off? That's next year, isn't it, I think? Yeah. And then we've got Ant-Man in two years. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that at the end of this season of Loki, they did announce season two of Loki is coming. So that's the reason wrapped up. And that surprised me because I did think all of these TV shows were just going to be one and done TV series and that's it. But they're coming back for more. So yeah. maybe they've now just decided Loki will never have his own film. 
he's like the TV character that kind of weaves in and out of these films in a way. Uh, and I, to be honest, I, re- I like the way that that sort of connects each other because I think, you know, trying to imagine that series as a standalone movie, I think it would have mm-hmm. been a bit messy. Um, yeah. Maybe it would have been more focused, actually, because, you know, maybe you wouldn't have had that lull in the middle because they would have stripped it out rather than trying to fill 40 odd minutes mm-hmm. with it. But yeah. um, I do like the way that they, they tie in together. But like I say, like, I just want some, mm-hmm. just, I want some films where I can just switch my brain off for two hours and enjoy it. Well, that's a lovely segue you've left me to there, Al. Thank you very much. I can see what you're doing. Because last week we also had Black Widow. It feels like Marvel, they're, they're kicking off again. And we had Black Widow, which came out on Disney Plus premiere, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I, I paid to watch it at home, which I, I felt very good about because I'll, I'll give them my money. <laughs> I didn't go to the cinema. I thought this was going to be the first time I'd properly go back to the cinema, but I didn't do it in the end. Uh, nah. But yeah. Because I, I just want to feel a bit safer, I think. But, um, yeah, why don't you kick off with Emma? How did you feel about Black Widow? I liked it overall. Um, I really liked David Harbour and Florence Pugh. I thought they, like, really stood out as being mm-hmm. really fun. Um, really liked their performances. I think it's not my favourite Marvel movie, but, no. you know, it's it's not it's not the worst either i think it was just it was good i enjoyed it for what it was at the time you know it was nice to watch it on a friday evening with a takeaway kind of a thing like (laughs) and um yeah i've i think there was a lot of action um which i feel like sort of it made me kind of reminded me of iron man a bit in that regard of like you know those early like phase one Mm -hmm. marvel films it kind of felt more like that i think in style um which was not what I was expecting, to be honest. I was, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting, but I know what you mean. It was kind of, it was much more of a basic Marvel film, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It was like, to be fair, it was, when you think about it, it's barely a superhero film because no one really, apart from David Harbour's Red Guardian, has any form of real like superpowers or super strength or anything. It's basically kind of a Bourne film or a Mission Impossible film in a Marvel skin in yeah, a way, it did which feel I like quite a, enjoyed. Did feel like a spy yeah. movie. I I didn't think it was quite as good as a Bourne or a Mission Impossible film, just because I think they've kind of mastered how to do those. But I I enjoyed it on the whole. I think I'm the same. I think it's a middling Marvel film, like a seven out of ten. Like had a good time. Don't know if I'll ever really one I'll ever really revisit or feel the need to watch again because it doesn't, you know, mean a lot in the grand scheme of the Marvel Universe. I agree, I thought Florence Pugh was absolutely fantastic, but then again, I think she always is, and arguably it's more her film than it is Scarlett Johansson's film. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I am... I I, I do think, yeah, like, Phase 1 Marvel film is a a good analogy, and but I also like the fact that there wasn't an awful lot at stake. Like, I really did not like Ray Winston. <laughs> he should really give up on the accents. I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. Dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah. Like, him and The Departed, if you haven't heard. Like, The Departed is one of my favourite films. I absolutely love it. But his, like, New York accent in that is is shocking. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. And, and yeah, it's the same in this. It, he just swerves from East London back to Russia <laughs> and, mm-hmm. via, you know, who knows where else. Exactly. Uh, like I said, we're not spoiling anything. We'll get around to that eventually. But I will just say I don't think they did a very good job at all with Taskmaster as a character. I feel like they've missed. Like I don't know if that character will ever return in some way, but I just don't feel they did that character service at all. Not that they're one of my favourite Marvel characters, but 
they were just kind of there. They didn't have a lot to do. I no. just I thought there'd be a bigger part of it. Well, like like you know, with the sort of I, I think they expected a bit more, or I expected a bit more of a punch when mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk around what happens. But <laughs> it just ended up being I was like, oh, I could see that coming quite a long way mm-hmm. ahead of it happening. So yeah, it's a, I think it's good. I feel like I was I. It started off a bit oddly. I quite like the title sequence, but then they have this weird sort of like, like acoustic-y, dreamy cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, yeah, which yeah. was quite bizarre. Um, but you know, just to let you know, we are in the nineties right now. They're just driving that point home. Um, I also, but then obviously, gone. I was going to say the number of vodka shots they do as well. It's like we get it. You're Russian. <laughs> yeah, it's Russian. Like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I, I I just enjoyed that sort of family dynamic they have of Scarlett Hanson, Florence Pugh, David Harmon, and Rachel Weisz. That was just a fun yeah. seeing them together. Not that they're together for too long, but you know, it's fun. I think that just sums it up really. It was a fun film. Yeah. Kind of no, not throwaway, but you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not dying to ever watch it again. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was fine. Uh, and also, you know, there is a post credit scene we won't spoil, but that may have repercussions for things to come later on mm-hmm. uh what else do we have on this running order emma it's your turn again to speak you've been playing through the metroid games i'm guessing because you're looking forward to metroid dread that's exactly why um i'd never played through them before either so i was like when metroid dread was announced i was like oh i should probably see what's mm-hmm. going on with samus um it's been great <laughs> like yeah i've played like one two three four um I've really enjoyed, um, I played Zero Mission. I didn't play like the original, original Metroid Mm -hmm. because a lot of people say that that is like very difficult. And um, (laughs) yeah, I didn't fancy that much of a challenge. Um, But yeah, I love Zero Mission. I think Zero Mission and uh, Fusion are my standout ones. Uh So like, they're like the bookend at the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. um, so So far. I'm not not really that familiar with Metroid. It's, It's, I think, similar to, well, sounds like you're well into it now but you were beforehand like it's a series i've never really got into i've played super metroid and that's the only one <laughs> like right. i'm i'm i don't know samus's story at all so i'm thinking maybe i do drop in but then again like it's just the sort of game that's never done a lot for me like i look i look at metroid dread and where lots of people are going this looks amazing i'm looking at it going it looks fine to me like i just don't think it's my cup of tea but maybe uh, i'm wrong i, I thought, don't know i thought dread looked fantastic but equally I, I have no history with the game what are you actually playing them on are they on switch or so they're all split up which is very awkward if you actually right. want to play them so zero mission <clears throat> excuse me and fusion were both on game boy advance but you can play them on the wii u um right. through mm. the virtual console Oh, and yeah i know already it's like <laughs> oh please just release them all on one thing uh super metroid is on the switch so you can play that on there um if okay. you've got like the online subscription you get the virtual console stuff so that's right cool. right 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 that's a bit too hard isn't it <laughs> it's it's a lot of effort if you want to play them um I have but no idea. it's worth it i would say i would say right. it's definitely I, worth it i i feel like the ones i've always looked at the ones i would enjoy would enjoy a metroid prime and i've never played metroid prime but i feel like that's because that's more of an sp sps fps mm. um that may be because that's more what i'm into than the i'm going to use the word a metroidvania sort of game i'm just you know side scrollers like that they've, they've just never really done it for me like i don't know why Not a big i know they're of kind of 
not massively. I know they, these are like massive, like uh, core pillars of yeah. like what game design is. But these games, like, have never. I don't know. They've just never really grabbed me that much. Did you I ever play Shadow Complex? No, I didn't. That's a very. Good I haven't game. either. I think it's game. because you know a lot of these games came out like just before I was really bought. Like they're just not my like growing up. These weren't the games I was playing. Right. If you know what I mean. So yeah. I'd have to go back and maybe maybe I will jump into Metroid and give it a proper go because you know the closest I can get to playing Metroid was I remember playing the Earthworm Jim game on my Game Boy Advance. I feel like that's really the a real like similarity that's the analog of Is my it? age for oh. yeah for metro well, when they were doing the, on the on the game boy advance and they were doing the mood board for dread they yeah, had that exactly. up on the board it's like yeah we want that in there as well earthworm gym <laughs> with alien that's what we there want you go. and i feel like they've almost they've nailed it you're also looking forward to skyward sword have you played skyward sword before Emma? <clears throat> excuse me um sorry my hay fever's really bad right now um it's that time of year, isn't it? Oh, it God. Is. It's horrible. There's a horrible tree outside as well that I'm sure is like <laughs> the main cause. Burn it. it. Yeah. Burn it down. It's massive, though, and I'm sure it's protected. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> so what you're saying is if it was a little bit smaller, you would burn it down. I'd go. take it on. I'd definitely <laughs> right. take it on. Take it on. That's <laughs> like you're going to punch it. You punch a tree to death. Wrestling. I would like to see that, yeah. As the postman walks up with Skyward Sword, there's just this weird woman punching a tree. Yeah, uh, don't mind me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So have, you, have you played Skyward Sword? I haven't. I haven't played it before. So I'm really excited because for me, it's like I'm getting a new Zelda game this year. Mm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried not to look into like too much. I have like a good idea of what it's about, but I've tried to sort of steer clear of everything. So when I go in, I'll be nice and fresh. Hmm. Yeah. Sky, I'm I'm the same as Skyward Sword. It's one that passed me by as well. I don't, Al, have you played it? So I I played it a bit. Um, I think I got to the first dungeon. Like mm-hmm. again, I'm not an expert, but I found the the whole overworld thing a bit painful. Um, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what that because obviously this was the precursor for Breath of the Breath of the Wild, and a lot of the ideas that you see in Breath of the Wild are coming from yeah. this. So I'm I'm interested to go back and see it, and obviously try and rein my expectations in because it's not going to be breath of the wild but any zelda game is a bonus so yeah and it's coming just before the weekend which is a nice thing nice hot sunny weekend (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly and with those motion controls as well get a sweat on just like using your sword is that i I, I think that was the other thing like the plan on the wii u where it forced you to do that stuff so please don't because i'm excited for it yeah, I, I am too, but not for the motion controls. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I've not been really playing anything new this week. I've been carrying on Mass Effect. I'm deep into Mass Effect 2. It's very, very good. Everyone already knows that, so I'll stop boring people with that. I've but been, I have been doing... Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just going to say, I was, I've been... My, my first experience of Animal Crossing, because I bought it for oh, my no. daughter, because oh. she, um, she had... Uh, she was sent home from school because the bubble closed because of COVID and whatnot. So I thought, I'm going to treat mm-hmm. you to Animal Crossing. And so I've been sitting there and watching her play it. But it is one of those things. I was like, so what have you got to do? And it's like, nothing really. You just got to go and collect exactly. some rocks. And I was like, is that it? And yeah, I think <laughs> think that's it. And she's got a lovely little house with all the things that she's collected. And she spends hours arranging it. And it's like, actually, I want all of my fish over here. And it's like... Mm-hmm. It's not for me, but she's having a nice time. Yeah, I mean, I was like the first 
couple of months it was out, I was well into it. Like every day, checking in on everyone, doing everything. I haven't gone to my island in over a year now, and I'm I'm scared of what I'll see when I get back. Right. I, I don't know what it's <laughs> going to look like. I don't know who's going to be alive. I, I don't know what like what's going to be going on there. Maybe I should jump back in just to see how if, if everyone hates me. Or they're just like, where where have you been? The apocalypse. Where have you been? <laughs> we missed yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. I don't think they'd miss me. But, you know, maybe they've set everything on fire. Maybe they've been punching trees. I don't know what they've been doing on that island. Some some weird stuff, probably. Yeah. But what I have been doing to fill my time is re-watching The Sopranos. Because, my God, if it isn't... if it uh, Maybe it's not quite as good as Mad Men, but it might be tied for me as the best TV show ever. Like, mm. If you've seen The Sopranos, you know why. And I think it's one of those that you always tell people to watch, and some people watch it, some people don't. But it's always whenever you see like top 10 TV shows of all time, The Sopranos is normally, if it's not number one, it's very near being number one. It's like, always that and The Wire. People exactly. Gonna, uh, and I really like The Wire, but The Sopranos blows it out of the water for me. And I think it's mainly because... The Sopranos is just... I think it surprises people how funny it is. It's genuinely very funny, like, all the time. And that's why I love it so much that it's just... It's got everything. It's... if Like, the the lazy way of saying it is you've basically got 80 to 90 hours of Goodfellas. And if you like Goodfellas, you'll love The Sopranos. And Tony Soprano is maybe the best TV character of all time. And we lost James Gandolfini too soon. Yeah. And don't make me start crying because... 51 is no age, Alex. 51 Don't is no say age that. Jesus man. Christ. <laughs> I'm counting but, um, down to the end of my time on this planet. Yeah. Jesus. But I just wanted to tell people, if you haven't watched The Sopranos, it's all on Now TV. If you don't have Now TV, I'm sure there's plenty of ways to watch it. So Just watch it. Again, you saying 80 to yes. 90 hours immediately so, yeah, terrifies you've me. Got, it's like, oh. You've got six seasons of it, and the first five seasons are 13 episodes each. Then the sixth season is it was kind of they did the like split into two jobs so there's twenty three episodes in the last season of an hour but each, fifty minutes yeah, but it believe me once you put one on you just want to watch the next because they are the master at leaving it on just like what is going to happen next each time and I will say season one is still very good it's a little they're still kind of finding their feet as a lot of TV shows do it kind of like the pacing's a little uneven you're not quite getting what the show is but from the start of season two onwards it is just Mm. like five stars after five star episode it is just unbelievably good and I think the main reason why I want people to watch it if you haven't is the prequel film The Many Saints of Newark is out in a couple of months I think October maybe November and it looks amazing they've actually got James Gandolfini's son to play him in the film yep. which is amazing he looks so much like him it's absurd i hope he's a good actor <laughs> but <laughs> um but yeah i just i'm like me and uh Krupa are watching it re-watching it at the same time together and we're just constantly messing about it just and that's the one thing we've taken away from it like the first time we watched it didn't realize how funny it was because i think once you grow up you realize like a lot of the issues they're having although they're kind of in the mafia are just very normal family issues and that's what makes it so good that yeah. it's pretty much it's like mad Mel, so it's like a family drama like a family comedy as much as it is like a violent gangster thing right. so yeah I, think, I, I can't recommend it enough to anyone i think if i still was commuting and had that sort of hour commute mm-hmm. well two hours each day i would absolutely rattle through it but not having mm-hmm. that it's you know i know what you mean it's it's i don't sit at the tv for that 
long. Especially if you have kids, you can't yeah. pop the Sopranos. No, kids no you definitely around. can't. No. <laughs> no. And that's but, like, at least, you know, going back to Zelda, I actually might try and sit there and play that with Ed. Um, well, <laughs> him watch me, because frankly, he'll yeah. be shit at it. So. Um, that's just harsh. harsh that is him. very harsh. Look, <laughs> I know the expect. I know the level of ability in my children. Uh, and I will just be sitting there watching going like, oh, come on, mm-hmm. you can do better. See, so. I was going to do, I was going to go, oh, because if you know who Paulie Walnuts is, who's one of the best characters in The Sopranos. <laughs> Paulie Walnuts. Well, anytime he t- Paulie Walnuts <laughs> is his name. He just goes, oh, all the time. And it's the best thing because okay. who doesn't love Paulie Walnuts? Um, <laughs> I don't know who doesn't know. <laughs> if you knew who Paulie Walnuts was, oh, you'd be smiling even more. And I, I love Paulie Walnuts it's like, so much. It's like Bother all over again. I didn't know who Bother was and now I do. Um, exactly bother uh, from green street for the uninitiated yes. there not quite the same level of of, of rounded character as paulie How Walnuts, dare you? but you know, <laughs> if bother was in the sopranos maybe it would be an even better show <laughs> who knows that's the um, spin-off nobody wants exactly um talking of spin-off nobody wants should we do a should we do an endless search yes let's go on then inside it's a uk agn crew yeah, 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 and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got question for you. What at the DJ? We coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got question for you. Is it in the search? I have an endless search for both you, Alex and Emma. This oh. is kind of a riff on one we've been doing recently, where you know we've been saying a topic and people have to say like a low Metacritic score or a low Rotten Tomatoes score and uh, scoring game or film and whoever gets the lowest one wins the point. But I'm doing a twist on it. We're going to po- focus on the positive stuff and we're going to... I want you to... Basically, I'm going to say a game. So say I said a game made... A, a PlayStation exclusive, for example. Yeah. And then I want both of you to name a game you think has the highest Metacritic score. Ooh, so we're going okay. for the highest Metacritic score. So the best game you can think of, basically, that fits in these categories that I've decided. And I've got five here. So there's five points to play for. If, by some weird miracle, there's a tie, you both pick the same score for one, then I'll go for your second choice for each of those. And I'm not doing any bonus points or anything. It's just simple five categories five points to play for and okay. are we taking turns to go first or we are taking okay, turns fine. so emma will get first choice on the first one okay. and Ooh, the pressure alternate. i know so the first one is i want you to think of basically the top scoring metacritic game where you use a bow and arrow okay any game where you use a bow and arrow and i want the top metacritic's cricket metacritic that's a new site for all your cricket fans out there. Let me know when you have one. I have one. I'm trying to think of one. Oh, Al's putting the pressure on you. Has one. <laughs> oh. Please don't. I'm pretty it. sure you use a bow and arrow in this. Um, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Ocarina. There was plenty of options there. That's the one I was going to say. God damn it. Oh. Okay, Al. What what what's your choice? You've you've been done. You've been done in. Uh, is what's happened. I have been done. Cause I'm that's, sorry. That's <laughs> I do not think that is the highest. Me, is it? <laughs> uh, 
that is one of the most lauded games of all time, isn't it? When you think about it, so that is hard to beat. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, what was the other one? That what was the remake one that they did a couple of years ago? You're going for the remake? No, no. But that one is really <laughs> is is much loved. I thought it was okay, mm-hmm. but to the point where I can't even remember what it was called. Uh, I'm gonna. It's not right, but I'm gonna say Breath of the Wild. It's going cool. Breath of the Wild. I think yeah, that's still some, good. Yes, but some people still, didn't still like it. I'm going to go with ours first. So, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild does get a 97 out of 100 on Metacritic. Oh. It does. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo 64, 99 Whoa. out of 100. Wow. That, I think that's pretty much unbeatable. Like, 99, that's absurd. That means basically no critics didn't give it a 10 out of 10. It is like, very good. I've never played it. Uh, really? But I've been waiting. It's one of those I've been waiting for them to re-release it on Switch or, like, you know, a HD version. Surely they'll do that one day. Surely. But, but they have to, right? The 3DS version was good. Yeah, I played yeah. it on 3DS and I liked it. Yeah. I want, I want a shiny new Switch version. Anyway, that is one point to Emma. <sighs> it's a good start. Okay. It's a good start. All right. Um, the second... This one may, you may have to think a little bit harder on. I want a game that its title is made up of just one word. Okay. So it's a one-word title for a, of a game. And Al gets first choice on this one. Oh, my God, I'm really struggling to think of... This is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of this. It's quite hard. Like I could think of some, but I don't know how high their Metacritic no. scores would be. Oh, I've got one. Oh, he's got one. Do you want me to go? Are you ready? Right, let's, 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 wait, let's wait for Let's give it a few seconds before we really... Just one word. On. on any system, Just right? Just one word. Any any game that has a one-word title. Oh, okay. I think I've got one. Okay. Okay. Go, go, go on now. Portal. Oh, that's, that's a good, good one. one that. That is, I didn't, I'm, even, I'm I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh, let me... Uh, I say I didn't even think of like Like I'm the, the master <laughs> of this. Like... Even I didn't think of Portal. <laughs> um, Portal Portal has a Metacritic score. I Good. can't confirm yes. that. Um, Emma, well, what's your choice? I'm going to go with Metroid. Oh, just Metroid. Just Metroid. Hopefully it's Ooh, on there. Do you know what? I, I think I'm going to have to ask for enough on because I don't think Metacritic was scoring games that came out that early. Oh, okay. Um... I'm trying to think of one now because I did not yeah, have a backup that's... one. You're not going to say this one, but literally the only game I could think of when I came up with this was Black. Oh, the... I was like, that's not going to score that high. But I, I, I like that the game. The only other one... Well, I won't say the other one I was going to say. Yeah. Well, you can have it because it's not going to be... Oh, I know. I've got another one that... that <laughs> um... Yeah. Portal's going to be very hard to beat. Abby. Does it count if it's like <laughs> two words, but they're spelt as one word? What, like half I don't know what that means. So, like, I'm thinking of. I like... think hy- I'll I'll count hyphenated words. If what? That's what we're asking for? Shut up! That's... <laughs> you can't have Half Life. Okay, no, we're not gonna pick half... I was going to pick Soul Calibur because it's like that is one. Together. It is spelled as one word. Yeah, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Uh, like, you'd say it's Soul Calibur, but like, <laughs> what I do? Yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm I'm counting Soul. I'm counting Soul Calibur. All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, but mainly just to think put you out of your pain because you're not going to beat Paul to Prey was the other I one. I don't okay, think so. Could, could come up with. 
Oh, Doom. Doom's a good <laughs> oh, one. Oh, Doom. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. This, well, here we go. Yeah, Doom would have been a good one. Um, Portal scores a 90 out of 100. Huh. But Soul Calibur on Dreamcast scores a 98. Shut up! <laughs> Soul Calibur is not better we than Portal. We gave it a 10 flip? out of 10, the oh number one God. reason to buy a Dreamcast. Oh, that's high praise. Is it definitely <laughs> one word? It is spelt one word. Okay. Yeah, it's Soul Calibur right. spelt one word. All right, I will accept that then. What did Doom get? Uh, the original Doom or Doom 2016? Either. <laughs> uh, 2016 one has an 85 huh. um, I have to find the original one I don't know if the original one again was that too early right. for, uh, probably was I did not expect yeah. Soul Calibur to beat Portal 98 it literally just that came into my head and I was like yeah sure let's go with that <laughs> there we go that's, that's mad that's well like you've got a 99 uh, and 98 that's pretty good going wow that is well, let's see if we can keep it up. Okay. So, number three is, I want you to think of... And by the way, we can't double up on any of these, so if you've already said it for one answer, you can't have it again okay, for another. Um, okay. Any FPS game with a campaign, so no multiplayer-only FPSs. Oh, no multiplayer at all? It can have multiplayer, but the game has to have oh, a campaign. Oh, okay, right. Okay. It can't be, be multiplayer-only FPS. Right, fine. Okay, is it me first? Yeah. It is you first. I'm going to go with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. Okay. I have two, Du-du-du. but I am going to go for Half-Life 2. I will. That is a good one. Let me... Uh, just, uh, Matt Craig, it's hard to search on sometimes. Anyone else? <laughs> Uh, okay, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is a 94 on Metacritic. Uh-huh. Oh, I think you might Half-Life 2 is a 96. It's a close oh. one. But Al takes it with Half-Life 2. 2-1, that's what the that's what the audience wanted, a close game. They didn't want a 3-0. So my so. other one was going to be Modern Warfare, but Modern Warfare 1. What's that? Modern Warfare 1, yeah. I don't know which one would have... I mean, they were both very good, weren't they? Uh... Got Modern Warfare 92, it looks like. Is so it? Slightly lower. Uh-huh. There you go. All right. Um, so, 2 1 to M with 2 to play. The fourth one is a game with a colour in its title. Uh, okay. I think I use this one for films, but I'm bringing it back for games. A colour in its title. Um, so you get a bonus if there's two colours in the title. Now you you're just bonus, showing off. I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be impressed. I think I know exactly what exactly. game you're thinking of there. Um, I think the, the two colours may be the only words in its title, pretty much. Um, but Al, it is for you to go first. Uh, oh, gosh, that's the only thing that's coming into... Well, apart from the one that you said earlier. So I'm going to go black and white. Going black and white. Are they colours or shades? Mm. <sighs> Definitely colours. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Emma, have you got one? Maybe. Uh... Oh, I've just thought of another one. Damn it! I, they, I mean, I've, I've got this. Is one where I had, I think, quite a few good ones. Okay, so it has a color in it, but it's like, I'll just say it. 
golden eye does that count because it's got gold in it do you know what i'm gonna take that because that is outside the box thinking i think that's fair yeah yeah that is i like that uh on the n64 i presume because there are different versions okay see i've lost this you you may well have um (laughs) i was gonna go for like pokemon red or pokemon oh i didn't think that red i didn't think of that wow yeah um al black and white 90 out of 100 Mm. People liked black and white. Yeah. Goldeneye though, ninety six out of a hundred. Oh. Goldeneye is a game people very much enjoyed, including me. That yeah. means Emma three one. You have won the game. You have won. Can I? But there is one more, one more face? point to play for. Exactly. Probably not. See, Emma, you were worried before this. You said you don't want to embarrass yourself. I told you you had this. I was I really nervous that I was just going to like <laughs> completely draw a blank and just forget every every game ever made. Uh, you haven't done that. Well, we've got one more, which is kind of it's narrowed down a lot. It just you know it, it could be quite a tight one. This simply any Mario game, any game with Mario in the title is what I want. Mm. So I'm not counting Super Smash Bros because Mario is not in the title. Okay. But is in the game. Alright, and it is Emma to go first on Mario. I'm just going to go... Bear in mind, uh, yeah, older games may not be on here. (laughs) I'm just going to say Mario Odyssey. Go with Mario Odyssey. Keep it nice and simple. (laughs) Exactly. A game people enjoyed. Uh, So, what have you got for? I've got three. And I think they're <laughs> oh arguably three of the greatest games ever made. So Super Mario World, Super mm-hmm. Mario Galaxy, or Super Mario 64. I think Mario 64 will have the highest Metacritic. Super Mario 64. I think, I think you're right. See, I think it will. What you've kind of do, done there, Al, is um, show your hand a little bit right. in case there was a tie, which oh. there could easily have been, I told you, but you've picked the wrong one, oh, unfortunately. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey has a 97 on my Metacritic. Super Mario 64 has a 94. I can tell you that both Super Mario Galaxy games had a 97, though, so if oh. you picked either of those. What about Mario World, or was that too early? That might have been too early. Let me have a look. Because that is a good game. I think what uh, we're basically showcasing here yeah, is it doesn't that have a score. Metacritic is fundamentally broken. Oh, yeah. I would never use Metacritic <laughs> as, sure. as an actual resource. But, you know, it's good for if you want to make a silly little game. I know. But like, if, if, it yeah. was, if it was good, then I would have won. So, you know, I think that's... It's exactly, because your taste does... Exactly, your taste prevails. I, I am um, the barometer four, of good taste. Exactly. 4-1 to Emma. But I don't think that tells the whole tale. It was a tight game. It was well contested. And just just thank you both for playing. Well done, Emma. It was, it was Congratulations. Good. Your thank debut you. and you're a winner. Exactly. That means I have to lose that. I feel like you went easy on me a little bit. (laughs) No, I I I I dislike playing games because my mind does go (laughs) blank, Uh, and that means I have to leave the podcast forever now. So, oh well, we've got Emma now, so we don't we don't need you. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, been a good run. Yeah, exactly. Should we get to some feedback? Yes, Emma, you've got the first piece of feedback, and I believe, lucky for you, it's another Japanese onsen story isn't that good it's amazing okay. <laughs> let's, let's do it <laughs> okay so this is from alex fisher hey there street sharks i don't know where like that okay. is not a re- like 
I know the Street Sharks, the <clears> cartoon. <throat> I don't think we've ever re- referred to ourselves as the Street Sharks, but if we are doing that, I would like to be Hammerhead. I've never seen Street Sharks. Am I the only one here who knows about Street Sharks? I think are they you toys? Are. They were a cartoon. I think they must have done toys okay. of them as well. But they they were like a yeah, a morning cartoon. It was like four. It was like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right. but they were sharks. Okay. So there was a Hammerhead, and yeah, I I want to be Hammerhead. Is well, what that, I'm saying. What, what were okay. the other ones? Was one called Great White? Oh, do you know what? I Basking. can't remember. Let me find the name of the street shark. Tiger. I can only remember. I can't think of any other. A blue Is there shark. a leopard shark? I don't know. I don't know. Let me just... I'm going to very quickly... The characters. God, this is... I, I should know these. Uh, 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 uh. Should you know these? No. So the, the hammerhead shark was called Jab. Oh. Uh, then there was Ripster, the Great White... Uh, Streaks, who was a tiger shark, and Big Slamu, who was a whale shark. Um, so they were they could they turned into sharks. It, it, was, it was was it good? In my head, it was very good. But you're basically <laughs> if you saying, went back though, would it, it hold a, up? A, a pound shop <laughs> TMNT. I don't know. Yeah, I, I preferred it to TMNT, okay. TMNT, but maybe I'm a moron. Anyway, uh, please do carry Sorry, on. Yes. <laughs> hey there, street sharks. Now that we know what they are. <laughs> I wanted to drop a line just to say that listeners need not fear all old men in Japanese onsens. In 2019, good. yeah, there we go. That's that's a good start. Um, in 2019, I took a trip to Japan with a friend. We both fell in love with onsens, but being different sexes, each bath was a solo experience. Okay, probably <laughs> probably smart. Um, in one, I found myself at the wash stools. You have to wash yourself at a little basin and stool before you actually get into the bath. Wise. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to be sure, don't you? Um, (laughs) Sitting next to an ancient man who smiled and said, Konnichiwa. He then spoke some rapid Japanese and made a gesture with his sponge. Okay. Taking my dumb silence for accent, he, he proceeded to scrub my back for me. That's kind. It's lovely. And maybe a bit I'd forward, be, but I'd kind. I'd be freaked out at that point. Really? I'd, I'd love it if an Would old you? Japanese man just decided to wash me. That's nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As the suds were applied, I love, the how, like, I love how this is written, by the way. As the suds were applied, I did my best not to show any shock. And once he was done, I hesitantly made the gesture with my sponge. He declined. <laughs> Having already done his own scrubbing and moved off to the baths. Later on, Mars having a soak, he came and leaned right over my bath to shake my hand and say goodbye. I, th- I thanked him with my best phrasebook Japanese and again in English for good measure. What a top gent, helping me, a lone stranger, to wash my back so I didn't have that awkward arm stretch thing. 10 out of 10 would recommend Alex in Cumbria. It was a lovely story. See, I bet at the start of that you were a little bit worried that I'd, I'd stitched you up there with, with a creepy story of an old man in a Japanese bath. Whereas what it was was a lovely tale of one man wash, washing another. That is actually very lovely and very unexpected. <laughs> mm, mm. Al, well, you it, sound like you wouldn't enjoy that experience. It's not for me, no. I'm going to okay. pass on that, thanks very much. Would you let me wash your back? Absolutely not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like you what, so you'd would you would you rather the strange old no, Japanese man? No, I'll wash than it me? myself, thanks. I'll do the you awkward arm thing. I don't, you 
know, it's part of the onsen, just, you know, just enjoying each other's company. And... Well, but he didn't want it. He didn't want it to be reciprocated. So is it part of it? Mm, I don't know. That's true. But he said he'd already, he'd already done it himself. You don't, you don't want to over scrub your back, do you? Yeah, you true. don't, you don't want to do that. You don't want to make it all like, you know, I don't painful. feel like my, my back course, is particularly yeah. dirty anyway. Like, no, yeah. well, you've as we, as we know, you've been to the osteopath, and your back's not in great exactly. shape. So, I, and exactly. do you know what? I have been applying my own sort of painkiller cream to it, doing the awkward arm thing. Maybe I need to find okay. myself a little Japanese Onsen. man to <laughs> stick it. Yeah, yeah. Me. Exactly. Exactly. What a treat that would be. Yes. Uh, in the meantime, why didn't why didn't you read an email? <laughs> uh, this email is from Craig Watson. Uh, he says there's a disclaimer because he's been celebrating his wife passing all their exams to become an accountant, so he's a little woozy. He has to agree with Matt's recent opinions on Halo because he too has been re-dipping his toes into the series. And his seven-year-old boy has got into it recently and they've been playing through the series. He's on level three of oh, Halo lovely. 2. So he doesn't believe his son would be shit here, Al. He's believed in his son. Yeah, well, that's seven, you see. He's got, the, he's got one year's edge. I'm hoping that my okay. boy is going to go from a rookie to a pro in a year. That's my plan anyway. He's got a hell of a regime coming up in the summer holidays. Um, uh, Also had the frustration of many levels looking the same. Absolutely, God, I remember that. Uh, But the biggest annoyance was the handling of the warthog, which was more sluggish than his reactions typing this email. So they restarted the level countless times. But he's got a question more for Dale. Well, that's unfortunate because he's not here. Uh, Because Dale is a completionist. Yes, he is. Um... I asked this as I got a flashback today, weirdly, to years ago playing The Addams Family on SNES, which was a solid 2D platformer if memory serves, but nostalgia can be a tricky thing. <laughs> in Addams Family, you have four to five levels you can complete in any order to unlock the final level, which is a massive step up in difficulty. And the lives gained throughout the playthrough weren't enough to get to the end. Uh, apparently, Adam's family brazenly copies Mario and that you can bottom bounce on it's enemies. It's a review of Adam's family. <laughs> without, without touching the ground to gain lives. And he found a spot on the water level that he could stay there and the enemies would continuously spawn so he could basically uh, pile up cheap lives. He finished all the other levels and when he got to the underwater level, jammed a snooker queue. What? Sorry? When I got Blair. to the underwater level, jammed a snooker queue, half size, I was young then, onto the jump button and under my desk... That kept me afloat. Oh my god! Right, so he did some kind of like Jerry rig on his console yeah. to keep doing it, keep jumping to to gain extra lives while he was at school. Using a half size. Oh my god! Uh, unfortunately, the, the maximum lives was only ninety nine. But still, he got to ninety nine lives and he attempted the last level, and he managed to get to it. Although it took him down to sort of thirty to forty lives, so he used sixty wow. lives to finish that, that one level. Hard. Oh my god! <laughs> Um, uh, and then he also includes a recent pick he took uh, when he went to Felix though and the importance of respecting the sea um, it just says respect, respect the sea and lots of it's, other it's little a beach, res- it's a beach warning sign in Felix though that says respect the sea which and, of course we had to and lots of add. offshore winds watch out for the offshore exactly. winds you, you've got to respect the offshore winds not, and the sea I say it's not just the this sea is actually, is uh, I should, this should be a new question we have to ask everyone Emma do you respect the sea? I respect it so much that I will not go near it. Oh, really? <laughs> I respect not, it from a afar. Water person? Not really. Like when I was younger, I used to like swimming, um, and you know, mm-hmm. you go paddling in the sea. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm actually but now. quite terrified. I I discovered while playing VR that I'm mm. terrified of whales. Okay. 
So I the country or the (laughs) (laughs) the animal Cardiff Simulator VR. Oh, Swansea's terrifying. No, um, (laughs) whales more than sharks. Yeah, so I played um, the blue uh, like VR experience where you get to stand and the whale comes near, and all of a sudden (laughs) it was like there, and I could hear it like making the whale noise, right? And it was just, I just froze, and like where I was in my bedroom, I just kind of like fell onto the bed and like just closed my eyes. Like, this is so scary. I had no idea I was scared of whales. So I can't go near the sea now, even though obviously I I don't think they'd come near the beach really, but I'm still Stop me if this is too traumatic for you, but like, is this like specifically like blue whales, like massive whales? Is it the size, do you think? Is that, is that what's so scary? I think it is the size. yeah. Yeah. And like, if I'm, if I play any game where you're like, you can go into the sea, like, you know, in like Sea mm. of Thieves, if you like go into the water yeah. and then you can like look up and you can see like the surface of the water above mm. you, that just fills me with dread. I don't know why. Right. I don't know what it is about. I, I kind of know just what you really mean. I think scary. like drowning is probably top of my list of ways I don't want to die. <laughs> I, okay. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to drown. But how do you feel about, have you been to the science museum with the massive blue whale like sculpture in the middle of the room? Yeah. Can I'm, you go into that room? I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that room. Also, like whale music, wow. which is supposed to be soothing and therapeutic. I guess that's a no-no as well. well. I know where we're having our live show in a few months then, in <laughs> oh, that room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> live from the blue whale. Oh um, my gosh. Inside no. it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, you you do know you should never have told us about this because I will send you pictures of whales all oh, the time. Now. That's not very nice, is it? I feel like it's fine if it's a still still image. I can probably deal with that. <laughs> if it's, it's like whales. in the water with them mm. or seeing them okay. like jump out of the water. Now, I never had a problem with it until I played VR. And now it's like a, mm. it's like a switch. Wow. And now I'm like, I'm scared of them mm. now. And Jeez, most of them are quite gentle, so... Well, it's quite a good <laughs> feedback subject, though. If you want to write into IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com, has, has a video game ever made you discover a fear you have in real life, such as whales? Yes. So you'd, you'd I just want, I just want to clarify this. So you'd much rather go face to face with a shark than a whale. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I about mean, a whale shark. Hopefully <laughs> that never happens. But yeah, yeah I I'm, think I'd be, feel yeah. more confident against the shark. Maybe you should just never watch Street Sharks as well. Then again, they're not in water, so yeah, who knows? That'll be fine. Anyway, they be right. yeah. <laughs> I've got an email here from CJ in Nebraska who says, Hey guys, I hope you're, y'all doing well. I always feel weird saying y'all because no British person. You've got an no excellent American accent there, Cardi. Excellent. Y'all. I'm not going to do the rest in that. Uh, I had my first weekend that I did not have to work in months this past week, and I decided to celebrate by watching Black Widow and Green Street with Yarl. It's done Yarl again. Uh, <laughs> There's quite a few Yarls in here. I uh, know. I might just, uh, yeah, I might rephrase those. Uh, I really enjoyed Black Widow, but I felt bad for Scarlett Johansson as after waiting a decade or more to finally get her own movie. I felt she was the least interesting part of it. I kind of half agree that it was a bit of a shame. I think she's a fantastic actor, but given we already know how her story ended, I really did not care about her character. I found the new characters, Yelena and the Red Guardian, far more interesting and enjoyable. I do not think Scarlett Johansson did a bad job or anything and have enjoyed her as Black Widow. I was just not interested in her character anymore. I think 
Marvel really cheated her by waiting so long to give her a movie, only to then make it after her character arc had closed. I kind of do semi-agree, like, this film would have been a lot better if it had come out five years ago when the film is set. Like, it would have been... I don't know why they didn't do that. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of monetary scheduling reasons why they couldn't do that, but... Yeah, it did feel a bit like an afterthought, didn't it? Like, oh, we've got to give her a film, haven't we? Yeah. And they've done it too late. But, yeah, at least we at least we did get one, I suppose. Um, as far as Green Street, now, now we're on the stuff that matters. As far as Green Street goes, I'm not even sure where to begin. <laughs> First off, I'm, I'm unsure as who this film is for. <laughs> as from what I understand of Jarl's take, it wasn't very authentic, so I can't imagine it was for the UK. At the same time, though, I can't imagine it was for Americans, given that I probably know a bit more about football than the average American and still understood fuck all of what a firm is and what was going on. <laughs> I... Do you have something to say there, Al? No. Oh, I thought you were, no. you were just sniggering. Sorry. I, I'll I tell you why. It's because every time you say Yarl, it makes it sound like he's watching these films with his mate called Yarl. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. So do it again. It's funny. Uh, I don't know if there's one coming up, but we'll see. I'm glad Jesse was there to ask the questions. I'd otherwise, I'd otherwise, otherwise, I would have been totally lost. I did learn a lot though, such as Americans bruise easily. I bruise very easily, like an absolute peach. Um, don't do someone on the deck. I mean, that's just a rule for life. Don't don't hit don't hit someone while they're down. Um, bubbles fly high. And in 2005, you could be a school teacher or a pilot and frequently show up to work with a broken face and not be fired. (laughs) That's a very good point. Um, Still, all in all, I enjoyed it as a bizarre, borderline surreal experience, although I think Bobber's weird face is going to haunt my dreams. Anyways, sorry for the long email. That wasn't too long, don't worry. Stay safe and respect the Bobber. Do respect Bobber, because he will turn on you like that. Um, Yeah, Bobber is... He's a bother. I don't suppose... Have you watched Green Street, Emma? I haven't. I still need to watch yeah. it. I'm going to watch it with you lot, though. For sure. Are you? Yeah. No. I, I pity you. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> do you watch The Prestige before that? That feels like a smarter is. thing to do, is watch The Prestige. Yeah, The Prestige is a genuinely together. brilliant film. Um, I know some people have asked us to do more of those, because you enjoyed that. I don't know. If maybe sometime we'll do one. or I don't know. I, I enjoy doing it. But then again, I do just enjoy watching films so i think know. the good thing about watching green street as a group is that you don't have to concentrate too much on what's going yeah. on in the film i think with the prestige you could you miss talk over it all. Yeah, yeah some of the stuff that's going on yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it was good fun uh if you didn't enjoy it i'm sorry but you know it's it's happened now so deal with it too late uh, isn't it? <laughs> exactly uh if you want to write if y'all want to write in to the ign uk podcast do it ign underscore uk feedback at ign dot com i hope we have got a listener called y'all and i hope he writes in <laughs> yes please do y'all um <laughs> emma this was lovely to have you here. I'm sure it won't be the last. I think you've done enough to earn yourself another appearance. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. But, you know, it's not like you're a guest. You're a part of the team. Exactly. We'll be back. And your Skyward Sword never came unless you just haven't heard your doorbell and then you won't get it today now, which could be an awful thing. Maybe. <laughs> it might just be outside on the doorstep and someone may just walk along and pick it up and Ooh, get a free game. Say that. Uh, are there any whales in Skyward Sword that you remember, Al? Should um, Emma be worried? I didn't get that far. There's lots of weird-looking uh, birds. Not oh, the whale no. level. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so, sure we'll find out next week. Sorry, right, my Skyward anyway. Sword is being delivered by Gary. 
at 25 minutes past Ooh. four. So come on, Gary. That's very, very specific. That he is. knows exactly when he's going to be there. <laughs> he's just parked on, outside. Gary. He's waiting for 25 past four. <laughs> um, should we have a bit of that weird uh, smells like teen spirit cover to, to end the podcast? Let, not not well, music. At the end. Oh my no, gosh! No, I, I think we've done we've done en- we've done enough we've done enough to Emma today. So perfect. Yep, this was fun. Thanks very Thank much. You. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.